0: Welcome back to the content creation game. Today we're going to talk about common streamer mistakes. Let's start out what mistakes people make while they're streaming. So a lot of people that just start out streaming are streaming for a long period of time, a lot of days in a week. So if you're trying to get that true viewer average and you haven't gotten affiliate yet, this is actually a bad idea. Actually, if you're going for any average, this is a bad idea because you're being live a lot. That means that if people want to see you for an hour, for example, once a week, that they can't be there the majority of your time. So if you would be streaming one hour, you would have one average view. But if this person comes in one hour and you're streaming for five hours, that would not be one average view. This means that if you stream a longer period of time, multiple days, you need more people to fill your average views up. I would recommend streaming three days a week. I know I'm streaming two days a week myself, but I also have a Dutch channel and I just can't keep up with all the content, okay? (laughs) And to make sure that people know when you're live, you need to set a schedule. I know guys, you guys are all telling me, I I don't have time, I don't know, I can't do that. But imagine if you would go to soccer every week. You would be there that hour to train, right? Why can't you be there that hour to be on your stream? If you take it seriously, as seriously as needed to work or as seriously as needed to go to do soccer training, then you could make it. Then you need to schedule the rest of your stuff around your stream. I know some of you have a changing schedule for work and that can be hard, but try and figure out which time and day you have the most free. So which days in a week can you make it most of the time? Because if you kind of switch days and times all the time, this is gonna be really, really confusing for your audience. This means that they won't make it to some streams just because they don't know you were streaming. Not because they didn't want to be there, but they just didn't know. Then you have people that just start a stream and just go about it. They just game and they don't really pay attention to chat or anything like that. They're just being there in their gamer, ho- I don't know, gamer room on their game. Which means that they ain't entertaining unless you are super, super good at the game. But they would be a pro gamer at this point. But streaming is not just putting your stream on. It's not just sitting there playing a game. You need to interact with people. You need to be entertaining. So try and be the best you can be. The best of you. Try and say hi to people. Try and make some jokes. You can't be entertaining the first time you try. But you need to practice it. And maybe you're super entertaining. I don't know. But you're playing the wrong game. And I know there might be rights and wrongs. But there are in how fast you want to grow. So if you're playing a game that is super saturated, there's a lot of people playing it, the chance of you growing is just a lot smaller because people can't find you. If you're playing a game that nobody wants to watch, same thing, nobody will find you because nobody's searching for that game. So you need to find a middle ground between saturated games and games that nobody's watching. So you want to find a game that a couple of people are searching, but not a lot of people. Preferably not a lot of people are streaming it either. So a big viewer-streaming ratio, that's the best you can get. I explained a little bit more about that in a video I made on YouTube, the three viewer average. I'll leave it down in the description of this podcast so you can, can watch that one as well. While I'm recording this, it's like super hot inside and outside and I'm just sweating. <laughs> I love this weather, guys. So if you think, ah, Tree sounds a little bit tired, that's just because of the weather. <laughs> yep, sorry. So you picked the right game and you're right there on your schedule. You put that starting soon screen, screen on, but oh no, what did you do? Did you just put it on 30 minutes? Nobody's going to watch that. So what you want to make sure is that if you put a starting soon screen on, really don't put it on longer than 10 minutes. Ideally, you would only put it on for five minutes. People still have time to get in like that, but 10 minutes is already like kind of long for people to wait. People don't have patience. Okay. And a pro tip here is if you want people to stay there waiting, let them see something cool. Let them enjoy your starting screen. And then you're live, you're there, everybody can see you, everybody can hear you. But can they hear you properly? (laughs) Is your mic being so bad that people can't understand you? Is your quality of your webcam so bad that people can't see you? Is your lighting coming from the back and you're just some kind of shadow? make sure that you use a microphone that sounds okay, that people can understand what you're saying. You don't have to have the best microphone around. You don't have to have the best quality, but make it sound okay. Same with the webcam. Make sure that people can actually see your facial features and just see if you're smiling or if you're looking angry. A quick tip for this is if you don't have a good webcam or if you think your webcam looks a little bit bad, put a light in front of you. This will actually help tons with the quality of your webcam. It doesn't have to be an Elgato key light, which I love, but they're kind of expensive. So I understand if you can't afford one, but you can also just buy cheap clam lights, you know, just $10 and you will fix your camera quality Tons, I I promise you. And then you have people that are also not using the camera right or the microphone right. A lot of times your microphone or your webcam or your computer can do more than you think it can. Just try and put a little bit of effort in making things better. For example, if you're using the Blue Yeti microphone, use the pattern with the heart. At the back there's a knob you can turn and these are patterns. And if I talk on the other side of the microphone, you hear a different sound. Just try it out. You will you will immediately hear what I what I have to say, you know? Like if you put it just record it in OBS. Just record it and then put it on the different patterns and just listen the difference. You will hear a ton of difference if you didn't have it on the heart yet. Same with the Logistic 920. I'm just calling out the most common used things here, okay guys. The C920 can stream in 1080p But you have to set it on custom and then click on 1080p. It isn't automatically on 1080p a lot of the times. So you might be streaming on a different resolution. So make sure to check that. Then another thing that people do a lot is not looking into the camera. You've got that sweet camera or not. But if you don't, I would definitely recommend investing in one. Look into it. Look into the camera. If you're talking to somebody and that person is never looking you in the eyes, that feels super, super weird. That feels... Like, they're not genuine. They're not meaning anything they're saying. And you can't really make an emotional connection with them. Which means that if you look in the camera, you are looking into their eyes. This makes you feel more emotional and just more attached to this person. Because you're looking them in the eyes. A thing that I used to do a lot is not switching camera scenes. I don't really do that anymore because right now I have a lot of people in my chat. And if I don't switch a scene, people are like, three Switch it! We can't see it! And then you automatically get reminded of switching the scenes. But when I first started out, I played a lot of Overwatch and I just forgot to switch from the big scene back to the gameplay scene. And this is hard and I understand that this might be a problem for you. But look at your OBS every now and then because then you realize that you aren't on the right scene. Okay, let's jump into the promotional problems. This sounds like a superhero. Promotional problems is coming right at you. So, what I see a lot of people do is come into my chat and then just say, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go live in a second. Don't do this. Like, this is kind of rude, and people won't ever come to your stream because you say that. The chances that they won't even come to your stream anymore because you did that. So, yeah, don't do that. Also, don't just post your Twitch link in somebody's chat. Also, weird. <laughs> don't ask for followers in somebody else's chat. Just don't ask for followers unless it's like on your own stream and people already watching you. Like if you enjoy this, follow me. That's totally fine. But don't go to people and ask for followers. That's super rude. Uh, With this also follow for follow. Don't do that. It's pretty bad. Basically what it is is you're getting a lot of people to follow you with no engagement. They're never going to come to your stream because they we're never there to actually watch you and they don't enjoy your content. So there's a lot of empty followers, which you don't really want to have. And then I have a lot of people asking me for collapse. I mean, if you've been listening all these podcast episodes, you know what's up with that. But if you haven't, go scroll a little bit back. In this season, we have an episode about collapse. Listen to that one and you would totally understand what I mean with the collapse thing here. And then this thing is kind of different and um, yeah, it's kind of weird. So some people have that profile full of sponsors. And I'm saying that a little bit weirdly because they're not actually sponsors. For example, uh, a lot of people have Humble Bundle affiliation. They're calling it partnership. I have that too. If you wanna buy something from Humble (laughs) Humble Bundle, you can always use my link. So what I wanted to say, that's not a sponsor. Those people are not paying you for putting their logo there at all. It could be that you're making a lot of money with it and then it's just an affiliate link. And by putting their logo there, it will help you. But a lot of people put like this thing on with sponsors and then have like 10 companies there. Most of the time, those are affiliate ships. There's just companies they signed up with and they get a commission from buying a product on their website. This is not a sponsorship at all. And it looks really weird if you have 10 of these on your profile. It does not look like you are actually having sponsors and it also scares away actual sponsors because who wants to sponsor somebody who, who just gives away spots on their profile like that. Cause if you want to buy a spot on the profile, you would just be one of them. So this scares away sponsors. So please don't do this. It's okay to have one or two affiliate links on there, but don't call them sponsors. So outside of making content on Twitch, you also want to make content on other platforms like YouTube and maybe uh, Twitter, Instagram, maybe maybe all of them. I do all of them because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of tired sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, you need to make content on different platforms because Twitch just doesn't have great searchability, which means that people won't find you really quickly if you just stream on Twitch. So you need to find other ways to get people to come to your Twitch stream. Some people do this by streaming on multiple platforms at the same time using VStream. This is not allowed if you're a Twitch affiliate. So if you're a Twitch affiliate and you're doing this, please stop immediately. It's against the uh, Twitch affiliate guidelines. If you're doing this and you're not a Twitch affiliate and you're trying to get to be seen by more people at the same time, I'm gonna tell you that this is not a great strategy. I've only seen one stream where this works in and that's Gary stream because he's just so huge. People can't talk to him anyway, but If you're streaming on YouTube and Twitch at the same time, right? And somebody writes something in your YouTube chat and you're on Twitch and somebody new comes in. They're super confused about who you're talking to and (laughs) where they're And Even if you have this chat overlay in your your stream, it, it kind of feels like you're talking to ghosts. And that's not the plan, right? Also, you're spreading out your viewer average. So if two people are watching you and they're watching you on different platforms, you only get an average of one. But when they would both watch you on Twitch, you would have an average of two. So it's a bad idea to do this. What I do recommend is that you make content on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. If you can't do all at the same time, just focus on one. It's okay. But have a plan for later on in your career to involve more platforms. You want to make unique content for these, like posting clips is totally fine if you download them from Twitch and upload them. Watch out because you need to wait 24 hours because Twitch guidelines again. <laughs> but don't make clip compilations on YouTube because nobody wants to see those. Only from like Ninja and and all the big guys, right? But nobody's searching for clip compilations so don't make them. If you make something on YouTube, try to make something searchable, try to solve somebody's problem. Whatever that is. Sorry for the car. You guys probably heard that. Sorry. What I wanted to say about this is that it is wise that you spend more time working on your stream outside of your stream than that your life. So for example, if you stream 10 hours, it's wise that you at least spend 10 other hours working on your overlays, working on networking, working on all the other things that are related to your stream that will help your stream grow. And I'm saying this just because Twitch doesn't have searchability. It is so hard to grow on Twitch alone that you need to have a plan. You need to have another way to grow. And some of you might not be willing to do this, but you have to choose. You can't do both. You you can't become bigger and you can't grow and not do this. So you, can, you have to choose. Do I stay small forever and just turn on my stream and see whoever comes in? Or do I actually want to grow? Do I want to achieve that partner someday and I'm going to work for it and I'm going to put my effort into making me being seen by people on Twitter, making YouTube videos, making making other content, making my stream be the best stream ever. You have to choose. You can't just be lazy and expect to grow. This was actually the first thing of the mindset problems I wanted to talk about. Another one is not thanking people properly. So when they come to your stream and they follow you, say, say thank you. If they subscribe to you, say thank you a little bit more, cause you know that's a little bit more extreme than just following. If they give bits, if they donate, thank them properly. Make sure that they understand that you appreciate them. Don't overdo it though. If you are begging on the ground, people think you're scary. <laughs> so you might be thinking that the internet is scary, and that's what I thought. That's why I call myself Tree at the start. That's uh, that's where my name came from. It didn't have to do anything with Amber. It was just a random thing that I thought about, and. I just wanted to hide my name and I wanted to hide a lot of things about me but now I'm a streamer and I can't be hiding everything. I can't be hiding things because I want to make friends. Like if you meet somebody and they want to be your friends it's normal if they know how old you are. It's normal that they know which country you're from. It's normal that they know a lot about you. If you don't tell this to people You can't really make friends and connections with people. So make sure to tell a little bit more about yourself so people get to know you. I'm not telling you that you need to tell them your address and your phone number and everything like that. Uh, Definitely don't do that. (laughs) So when I started out, I was super, super afraid of being on the camera and just doing things wrong. I was nervous. I was super nervous and you saw it on the camera. Try and feel comfortable. It's just your own house. If people are coming in and they're mean to you, you're just gonna ban them and gonna go on with your life. You're gonna go on with your stream. It's not scary to be on the internet for everybody to see you. Although I might have made it sound a little bit scary anyway. But try to feel comfortable. And I know this is this is not something you can immediately change. But like I said, this is a mindset problem and you need to get used to it. because. It looks a lot better if you feel comfortable in your own stream. One of the things I, I still struggle with is comparing myself with others. Like, it is so hard to see other people that have more views, that have more followers, that, that get more appreciation notes than me. You don't want that to let you down. You need to look at yourself and see, oh, which people like my content. It is super awesome that those people are here right now. It's super awesome that those people have subscribed to me right now. And don't look at the people that have subscribed or followed or watching that other streamer out there that has nothing to do with you. Don't compare yourself. It's going to make yourself so sad and depressed, so don't do that. I'm also telling that to myself. Don't do that, Tori. Your content is awesome and you need to believe in it. If you don't believe in it, other people are not going to believe in it either. So stand behind your content and trust yourself. Don't trust it so much that you're going to pour in money I mean, it's okay to buy a new webcam and stuff like that, but it's not okay to like spend thousands and thousands of, of bucks before you even know that you're gonna get affiliated. Treat it as a hobby. See how much money would you spend in a hobby where you get no dime back. That is streaming for most people. Most people don't get anything back or maybe just a fraction for what they paid for that gear. So if you're throwing me money, expecting it to come back to you, that is not the right mindset. You're building for the long run for sure, but you don't want to get too much money immediately. You can stream with a lot of cheap stuff. It's okay. Your stream won't look as good as somebody else's, maybe with a good camera and with a good microphone. But you can be more entertaining than somebody with a good microphone and a good camera and get more viewers towards you because you are so entertaining. In the first couple of months, you need to learn it anyway, you know. But because you're building for the long run, you need to make choices for the long run. That's why follow for follow is not a great idea. It's not for the long run. If you're serious about this, you're going to do this for years. So make decisions that are going to help you in the future and not just now. The last mindset problem that I wanted to talk about is that your viewers are people. You want to treat them as people. Like the numbers you see are not just numbers. They're, they're, They're actual people with feelings and with jobs and with maybe kids, families. Maybe they are kids themselves and have parents. You know what I mean? You can have so many conversations with every number in your chat. Every one up in your viewer account is somebody you can connect with. Make sure to treat people the same, but let them know that you know that they're different. They're not all John Smiths. But you need to treat them the same as in fairly. You need to make sure that everybody can say the same kind of things and be okay. And if they go across that line, that's not okay for anybody. If they donate or not. But on the other hand, you want to treat them differently, as in, if you say, hey, hello, exactly the same to every person that comes in, it feels weird. It is super weird. You're not making it personal for this person. So try and make it personal, but treat them the same. It is way too hot to actually record this podcast, but I did it. So I hope you enjoyed it. There's sweat is coming from my forehead, but that's okay. I'll see you in the next episode of the content creation game.